You're listening to Audio Theater in a Darker Shade. This is DarkerProjects.com. Now our feature presentation. Passengers from Portland, Oregon should now be boarding their coach in gate four. Repeat. Passengers from Portland, Oregon, gate four. Gareth! God damn it. Gareth! You can't do this, Gareth. You can't. Watch me. I'm done with this, Amy. I'm done with them. They won't let you leave, Gareth. You know the law. You could come with me, Amy. You know we can just both get on that bus and leave. Now. Tonight. Before they even know we're gone. But they do know you've gone, Gareth. They do know. Uh, Amy. Why? It is the law, Gareth. You would speak to me of the law? Very well. I invoke the right of prey. I'll never forget you, Amy. I will never forget you either, Grace. My love. Where is he? He has invoked the law of prey. He's running to Portland. You let him live? (laughs) Only until I kill him. Short black, espresso, extra shot. No, make that two extra shots. Strong black coffee, demi-tasse cup. Yet another big night last night. You have no idea. You're white as a sheet. And with the dark glasses, you should think about slowing down, maybe. Thanks. That'll be 450. You know, if you still worked here, Chris, you would still be getting your staff discount. Thanks for reminding me that I got fired. I mean... Oh, sorry. It's not like you aren't spending most of your time here anyway. It's just weird, you being on the other side of the counter. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate the thought. But I kind of gave up drinking coffee. Gave up drinking? But then why? Look, it's really complicated. Well, I'm on break in a few minutes. How about you tell me all about it and we can grab a burger? I'd be happy to listen. Thanks, Mike. That's very sweet of you, but I don't think that would help. Oh. Well, okay, I guess. Thanks, anyway. I'm just saying, you know, it's not Halloween for another couple of days. Oh, coffee. My drug of choice. How I miss you. Excuse me, is this seat taken? Nope. Help yourself. Thanks. (sighs) That looks like a cure for what ails you. It was once. 
but I've kind of gone off coffee in the last few months. I have to admit, I kind of miss it. Mm, never drink the stuff myself. I like the smell, though. Yeah? Me too. I come in occasionally and buy a shot for old time's sake. I don't remember the last time I saw a man drinking warm milk. <laughs> this? Oh, helps me sleep at night. I'm Gareth. Chris. Chris Sparrow. Sparrow. Are you perhaps related to one of the more than 50 species of sparrow now living in North America? I don't think so. Are you a vet or something? <laughs> no, no, not a vet. More a nature lover. I'm more of a city girl myself. I don't think I could survive in a place without a decent nightlife. <sighs> I've just arrived in Portland. Still trying to find my feet. The traffic, crowds, it's all a bit strange. You don't know the half of it. Really? How so? I'm sorry, I was just thinking out loud. You have exceptional hearing, Gareth. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Hello, Chris. Sapphire, how you been? I haven't seen you in weeks. I'm doing well. And who's your friend, Chris? Oh, Saf, this is Gareth. Gareth, this is Sapphire. Pleased to meet you, Sister of Stone. Oh. You honor me, sir. Wait a minute. You know what Sapphire is? <laughs> kind of hard not to notice with that skin texture. She's one of the ancient races of Earth. The stone race. Chris, he is cute. And smart, too. You forgot weird. Just, who the hell are you, Gareth? I'm... Uh... No, no, forget it. Got too much going on as it is. You have a nice day. Later, Saf. Sunglasses. Chris! Wait! What is it, Mike? This is not a good time. Chris, you look like crap. Gee, thanks. That's so touching. It's not what I mean. I'm just... Is everything all right? You don't look well. Trust me, Mike. Right now, you don't want to get involved in my life. Try Sapphire instead. You mean Miss Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for you to introduce me. Who was that guy you were talking to? I don't know him. Uh, said his name's Gareth. He just sat down and started acting weird. Which seems to be kind of common in my life these days. You sure you don't want to get a bite to eat sometime? You look like you could use a good meal. Mike, I can't. I'm, I'm on a strict diet at the moment. It's complicated. Okay, fine. I can take a hint. Please, Mike, don't be that way. You're a good friend. I'm a good friend. The kiss of death itself. What the hell? Gareth, you cannot run forever. Rack. I should have known you would be on the hunt. You here. Mercy is for the weak. I plan to show you none. Always words with you, Rack. Words others fight. I'm making a citizen's arrest. Mike, back off them! Thanks, friend. Now, I suggest you run. Well, you still can. Gareth, what are you doing? Defending myself. You have my gratitude for interceding. No one is going anywhere. I'm calling the police. 
there are two more. I hope they'll be alright. They went very limp when I knocked their heads together. Oh, uh, thanks. I'm Mike, by the way. I know. I come in here a lot. Hot chocolate, right? Yes. You make the best hot chocolate. Oh, I'm Sapphire. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, what are you doing later? Gareth, hey, come back here! We have to go! Come on, run! What are you doing? Let me go! I can take care of myself! There are more of them. The further away we get, the safer your friends will be. Safe? Safe from what? Hunters. I get really tired of being the only person who doesn't know what's going on. Okay, hold up a second. If I'm being dragged into some kind of scavenger hunt where I'm part of the prize, you need to explain to me. Right now. Werewolves. Okay. Great. You... Aren't surprised? Trust me, Gareth. At this point in my life, I'm surprised by very little. Well, that makes this easier. My clan is based in the Arcadia wilderness of Maine. I, uh... I broke a law, and then I left. They gave me a head start, and now they're hunting me down. They tracked you from Maine to Oregon? That can't have been easy. They saw me get on the... Portland bus. Oh, good grief. So now what? They tag you and say, you're it. No. They find me and kill me. And probably you as well. They don't tend to be choosy on a hunt. Oh, that's just charming. Maybe I should kill you myself. I'll get you out of this. We can split up. I suggest you lose yourself in a crowd or abattoir or somewhere that has a strong smell of people, blood, meat. I have a better idea. I have a friend who can help. Follow me. Find them! The scent is strong. He has another with him. The shadow of death is upon her. Her scent is dark. A blood drinker's scent. We shall kill them both. They went this way. You two, with me, Ryak, get the van! Bonsai is an odd art form, one where the sole purpose is to restrict natural growth and create a replicated scene where perfection can be perceived at a glance. It's also an excellent way to keep an 800-year-old oak tree in your living room. Byron! Thank God you're here! As always... I see you've brought a little friend today, Chris. Yeah. Uh, Byron, this is Gareth. Gareth, this is Byron. Uh, hi. Wolf Clan, yes? I take it you're housebroken. What? 
Housebroken. You know, you scratch at the door when you need to go walkies. Okay, Chris, who the hell is this guy? Byron, please be nice. I let you in, that's me being nice. We need your help. <sighs> of course you do. No one comes to visit me unless their world is about to end. That is so not true. I often come over to see you. I know, and honestly, Chris, I think I prefer a crisis to our mere socializing. You know, I think I'd rather take my chances out there against the hunters. Hunters? In the city? My city? Oh, Chris, you do like to date the bad boys, don't you? We are not dating. We just met. I'm sorry to have dragged you into this, Chris. Really. I think it's a little late to make a good impression, dog boy. So fill me in. I am Gavrath of the Red Moon Clan. Son of Kyan Stone Claw. Son of... Uh, thank you. I know how your kind likes to recite your entire lineage in formal introductions. But I really don't care. Uh, but... Gareth, please just tell us what's going on. I left my clan in Maine. I invoked the right of prey. I had 100 heartbeats head start on the hunters. And then they come after me. I hopped a bus to Portland and... Here I am. Hmm... About as informative as a Super Bowl commercial. A hunt against their own is not likely undertaken. What led to your invoking the right of prey, Gareth? There... There was a girl. Oh, of course there was. There's always a girl. Byron, hush! Her name is Amy. At least that's her English name. We were of different fathers in the clan. She was promised to mate to another. An arranged marriage? Werewolves care a great deal about their eugenics, Chris. It's what keeps them strong and pure. If they let their offspring mate with just anyone, it could mean the end of their species. It's the law. A mate is chosen, and that's all. But you fell in love with this other girl, Amy? Yes. And our love is an unforgivable crime. If she had become pregnant, she would have been killed. But what about Amy? Isn't she in danger of being hunted down? No... Amy is leading the hunt against me. What? But to hear you talk, it's like she loved you too. The law is stronger. Yes. She turned away and accepted the law over me. She confessed to the Alpha, and now she can redeem herself by killing me. That's just crazy. It's the law. Well, that's an interesting story, Gareth. Uh, now what do you expect me to do about it? We're seeking sanctuary. Chris was seen with me. She's... You let a hunting pack see you with Chris. I made a mistake. I didn't know they were so close. You complete... Beagle brain. Uh, this is a bad thing, right? And so saith the law. Those who stand and run with the prayer themselves pray until the hunting moon passes. You know the law of my kind? I read a lot. Wait, what's a hunting moon? A hunting moon is one phase of the face of Artema, the goddess of the moon. So, about a week? How long ago was the hunt called? Three nights. So in another four or so, you will have proven your innocence in the face of the goddess. Byron, there must be something you can do. We can't let them kill Gareth because he fell in love. Sure we can. He broke the law of his people. Byron, please help us. <sighs> Very well. You can stay here for now, but I know the law as well. If the hunters find you here, I can offer you no sanctuary. I just... Need some time to think. Better late than never, I suppose. Byron.
It rains more often in Portland than you might think. I personally don't mind. The weather often suits my mood, and if I set my mind to it, I can change it. The weather, that is. My mood is often an insurmountable obstacle, even for me. Halloween. The seasons continue to change, and I feel the stirring of my own blood. If I paid more attention to my kin's desires, I would return to my own realm and oversee this season. But it seems there is always something to keep me here year after year. The fate of a lovesick and wanted felon from the werewolf clan holdings of Maine was no concern of mine. However, he had foolishly allowed Chris to become involved. I'm currently not ready to consider too deeply why her fate concerns me at all. Miss Sparrow's run-in with the rush-created vampire and the subsequent destruction of the source of the drug has left her with uh, an interesting physiology. While she portrays many of the normal elements of vampirism, she must feed on fresh blood regularly. She finds sunlight distressing and has gone quite pale in her countenance. She is still alive. She breathes, her heart beats, and she still has the capacity for feelings she cannot control. In time, this may change. Chris may find her life slipping away into the twilight existence of a true vampire. Or she may recover and return to a fully human state. Her future will be, without doubt, an interesting one. I hope she lives long enough to experience it. <sighs> what time is it? A little after seven in the evening. Mm, my sleeping patterns are so messed up. <laughs> you do well to stay awake during the day at all in your condition. Calling it a condition makes it sound like dandruff or acne. It's much worse than that. I'm not who I once was. You could practice the attitude that you are in fact an improvement on your previous form. Hardly. What are all the books for? Research. I'm looking up the best way to contact that which the werewolves call Artima, the moon goddess. Can't you just email her or something? This is a deity I am seeking to contact on your behalf, Chris Sparrow. One does not simply email a goddess. There is a certain ritual and formality to be followed. Seems very old-fashioned. Of course it's old-fashioned. Gods and goddesses have existed in a variety of forms since sentient creatures first gave them purpose. Does God exist? Which one? You know... him. God. Not in the way you may think. Gareth? He needed to go outside. What for? Your bathroom is fully functional. I think it's more a claustrophobia his kind experience as if they can't see the moon regularly. I should go and find him. Take a frisbee for him to chase. Gareth! Gareth! Don't tell me you want trick-or-treating. Gareth? Come on, Chris. Have you ever danced in the rain? It's cold, and it's wet. What's to dance about? <laughs> oh, it's great. You can feel every drop, every splash through the earth, drawing moisture into itself. Feel the trees and the grass drinking deeply. And mud splashing on your boots, and water soaking into your clothes, the impending mow. Oh my god, you're naked. <laughs> oh, my clothing. 
is a human thing. We werewolves prefer to wear our skins. And wolf or human matters not. <laughs> this is ridiculous. You are going to get arrested. By oh, who? It's nighttime. The gardens are empty. Rain is falling. There's no one here but us. Open your eyes, Chris Sparrow. Feel the rain. Feel the earth. You have been listening to The Byron Chronicles, Episode 4, A Code of Conduct, written by Paul Mannering. Featured in the cast were Fiona Kahn, Amanda Fitzwater, Laura Post, Mark Kalita, Jim Barber, Seth Adam Shear, and David Alt as Byron. This episode was produced by Eric Busby, post-production work by Byron Lee. This has been a Darker Projects production. We didn't know what it was, not at first anyways. Just that it was an alien construct drifting in the asteroid field between Mars and Jupiter. My name is Nicholas Lancer. I was chosen to lead a mission of exploration to learn the secrets hidden within the construct. But I had no idea what we would find, or what would happen to us. And now... Now I would give anything, anything at all if we could just find the way home. From Eric Busby, the creator of The Section 31 Files, comes an all-new original science fiction adventure. Far Horizons. Coming soon, only from DarkerProjects.com. One man. Detective Inspector Darian Tain. One destiny. An Imperial ship. From before the fall. To free humanity from the forces of tyranny. You have been found guilty of crimes against the hegemony, and your sentence is death. Darian Tain will pick up a battle standard cast down 300 years before, finding friends in unlikely places. Still here, Elias? Thought you'd left the second we docked. Where would I go? Together, they will embark on a journey to free their people from Amsis oppression, uncovering along the way the sins that led to humanity's downfall and reforging alliances long thought forgotten. For the memory of a better time. Thanks. 300 years of slavery, persecution, and tyranny are at an end. Yes! Open space. Time to... 
jump. Darker Projects invites you to join us for the adventure of a lifetime. Whoa! What? Join us for the Falcon Banner. Billions are dead. You're alone. You're afraid. There's nothing and no one left. And things are about to get much worse. The end is just the beginning. So many bodies. Hundreds of them. What did this? Why am I alive and everyone else is dead? I don't know anything. Maybe it's some kind of virus or... The whole bloody world is falling apart. Who says that bodies getting up and moving again was the end of it? Have you stopped to wonder whether we really are new? Have you considered the possibility that what got the rest of them might get us eventually? Because there's every possibility that we might not wake up tomorrow. We might not be as safe as we thought we were. Darker Projects presents Autumn From the novel by David Moody A terrifying vision of an apocalyptic world of the dead This dark novel of ultimate horror Comes to life in a feature-length audio production March 2007 Only from DarkerProjects.com